Hello, Tom here. The Berkshire Football Stories podcast has got a new sponsor. Exciting, huh? That doesn't mean that we've got new kit, though. The club secretary has made us print it over the top of last season's shirt sponsor. He reckons it'll stretch to at least another year. He mumbled something about those footballs we keep kicking over the fence, not paying for themselves. Our new sponsor? Oh, that would be MRS Digital, an award-winning digital marketing agency offering affordable social media, pay-per-click and search engine optimization to help local businesses thrive since 1999. To find out more, visit mrs.digital and tell them we sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Tom Canning, and him... Rob Davis. This is our pub, but not in a pub chat podcast we're doing daily to try and keep ourselves and all of you busy during the lockdown. You can see more podcasts from us by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire and find out more at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Today, our special guest is Reading City centre-back Josh Blackwood, who joins us on the phone. Hi, Josh. How you doing, guys? Uh, very well, very well. How are you? you look like you're in your car. I am, yes. Uh, I've just done a workout and stuff, so oh. I thought rather than rushing home, I'll just do it in the car. <laughs> Keep, keeping yourself fit and ready for the uh, for when the season gets going. Mate, I'm loving it. I'm living like a, I'm a professional footballer or something. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, waking up early, doing runs and all that. So yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> um, what's it? So so it's, is it been? Um, is it been a bit of getting used to for you? Um, this kind of this lockdown. What are you, what are you doing? Um, yeah, so I'm currently furloughed, so rather than just letting myself, you know, lay in until God knows when and sit on the PlayStation all day, I've set myself a little daily plan um, just to try and keep myself in a routine for when we do go back. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. The first week, I was kind of loving it. Um, obviously, now it's novelty's kind of wearing off and stuff, but just keeping myself busy, really. <laughs> the training uh, do you uh, do you have any specific sort of sessions that uh, club is expecting you to um, get through and uh, report back on or is it just all do you have to do your own thing in this t- at this time yeah pretty much um, it's just you know so it's just kind of hoping we all keep ourselves fit and stuff um, which most of us do anyway with the gym and whatnot um, but yeah uh, we're all in a little uh, on an app that the 5k as you can see everyone doing 5k yeah. runs and stuff so we've got a little leaderboard and stuff going on there so um so yeah um josh this was your your first season at step five was that was that for quite a while or or ever this season yeah um for a long time my last time i put together a full season at step five was i think 13 14 for red in town under colin millard yeah um, that was the last time I really put together a full season um, at this level. So, um, yeah, obviously last season I was at Aldermaston. So um, that was my first full season back. What? Uh, what? So had you stopped playing? Um, I was still playing on Sundays, but yeah, Saturdays I'd stopped playing completely. And and then can you can you tell it? Do you know how come was it? Just sort of fell out of love with the game, or or just just a break, or other things got in the way? Yeah, it, you know what? It was kind of a kind of a few things really. Um, I just I've always really struggled to settle into a team, um, like with a group of lads and stuff. And 
I'll go and do pre-season. Like, there's been quite a few times I've gone and done pre-season and then maybe like a game in or two games into the season, I'm like, this is just sent for me. Um, Binfield, for example, I did all of pre-season and then um, kind of sacked it off a few weeks before the opener. So, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, just a bit of a loss of love for the game, really, um, for a few years. So I was just playing Sundays with a few mates and stuff. So, so yeah. How did you get that back? Um why why have you sort of come back to the game and how did you reignite your love for playing Saturday football? Uh, partly, whenever I'd have a conversation with someone, they'd be like, you regret it when you're older, you know, make, make the most of your years and stuff, which is definitely true. Um, but mainly just thanks to Simi and that really, um, you know, the, the squad that I'm in now is comfortably the best squad I've ever been in in terms of just great lads and great attitude and stuff so and that's that's what I needed I needed a group of lads that not necessarily lads that I was friends with beforehand but just down to earth people that you know it's a, it's a real squad atmosphere real even like away days we're all having a laugh and stuff and it's just great so what uh, what's what's that step up been like from uh, AFC Aldermaston in at step six last season to, to the Hellenic Premier this season um surprisingly quite comfortable being it was my first season at centre-back obviously I, I always knew I could play in midfield at this level from playing for Redden Town in the past and stuff um, but yeah at centre-back I kind of thought to myself oh I might get found out a bit here because I played centre-back Sunday league and it was obviously quite easy but I thought no it's just Sunday league let's not get ahead of ourselves um, and then I played pre-season against Marlowe at centre-back for for Reading City and I was up against Shane Cooper-Clark oh, yeah. I, th- I thought if I can do alright here I'm sure I can do alright you know in the Hellenic League um, and I did alright so yeah and it just kept getting better and better really That's uh, something I was going to ask you about actually the uh, sort of change in position because last season you were was it midfield or were you further forward because you scored a lot of goals yeah. certainly Yeah um, I was kind of attacking midfield or playing off the left usually uh, yeah. yeah I saw you a few times playing off the left there and you certainly like I say got a few goals so uh, yeah. when I when I like, heard you were going to Reading I thought they were signing a uh, like I say forward or yeah. further forward midfielder. did you go in as a centre back was that always the plan or, um, or how did that come about that you're now playing in the back four um, I think they definitely thought they were getting an attacking player as well <laughs> <laughs> but um pre-season I was just adamant like we'd do like little five-a-side games and I'd always just like be at the back just trying to say to them look this is where I'm trying to play this year um, uh, so yeah they, they weren't expecting to get a centre-back um, I just kind of forced it upon them really <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want to play centre-back then uh, rather than further forward um, I do actually now to be honest yeah uh, just something about centre-backs that I'm just like obsessed with at the moment I'm always on YouTube watching centre-back videos and stuff so yeah I don't know what it is about it I, feel, I just feel like at this level um, obviously as you can imagine not a lot of possession football and stuff is played so I feel like in midfield I'm just really running most of the game and getting you know four or five real quality touches the ball so I'm coming off of the pitch not really feeling satisfied that I've played enough football um, so when I'm at centre-back I kind of have a like uh, you know 
clean sheet, for instance, is like a clear indication that I've had a good game. Um, mm. So yeah, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. I saw you. Uh, I, I can't remember which game it was, but I did. I saw you playing for Reading City this season, and you did make. There was one surging run forward, and you hit the post. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that was Lydney Town. Might well have been, yeah, because they they weren't happy about the uh, the state of the pitch, and uh, I did point out a couple of times that well, it's much better than it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were. Did you hear that? That the goalie was moaning about the pitch or something. Oh God, he would not <laughs> shut up. He he he, he yeah. just he would not shut up about the, the the pitch. But it was you know it was dry. Uh, the, the, it's yeah. been summer and it had been really hot and dry. But yeah, um, you made that uh, that sort of surging run forward, hit the post, and, and I mean, arguably should have that that should have you know square post that might have gone in. But um, yeah. is that something that you you've still got in your game that you still want to be doing? Because is, is it Sheffield United that have the sort of the the attacking centre backs? Is that what you yeah. would sort of put yourself down as? Yeah, um, I definitely see myself as like a ball playing centre back. So. Um, quite often I'd find myself kind of driving through the midfield with the ball and just hope one of the midfielders <laughs> would kind of slide in a centre-back. <laughs> if not, then there's a huge gaping hole in the centre-back. But um, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely something I like to do and try and get forward and, and stuff. So, yeah. So, uh, where did your football journey begin? How did you get into uh, playing sports around this area? You said been at uh, Reading Town as far back as uh, 13, 14 season, but where did yeah. you start and where? Uh, how did you get to there? Um, youth football, I was at Midway Youth, literally until you could be an adult. So like <laughs> 16, I think I was at Midway Youth until. Um, then I was kind of floating about, I was at Reading Town, like whatever their youth team was, Allied County or something. Uh, then I ended up at Fatcham Town um, until I was 18, I think, and was playing for like their reserves and stuff. Um, and then I must have been about... I'd kind of stopped playing football again, I think, around 19. Uh, and then I was approached by a guy called Rowan, um, who was the Highmore Reserve Manager uh, in Thames Valley League. And... Um, he was kind of like, come on, you need to play. And like, would take me to all the games, pick me up and whatnot. Uh, had a really good season there. And then that's when I went to Reading Town under Colin Millard. Um, I think that was, that must have been like 12, 13 season. Um, I played centre mid. We had a really, really strong team actually that year. Um, and then at the end of that year, I at the end of that year, I think Ben Gladwin left Marlow for Swindon. And then... Mark Bartley messaged me and then I went to Milo for like the last two games or something um, so yeah and then that's kind of where it all started to I don't know I just lost the hunger for the game really and I kind of just didn't really play so Are you are you glad to be kind of back in it now are you glad that, that Simon sort of persuaded you to, to come back and, and give it another go Yeah for sure I, I absolutely loved it this season honestly it's my favourite season by far and where, where, and where, where do you see yourself kind of going from here? Are you sort of, I, I'm happy at Reading City with this group of guys. Do you, do you want to push on? Because I, not every player does, and that's you know that's okay. Um, yeah. But but where do you see yourself? What do you want to do? I'm kind of in two minds at the moment. Um, as I said, I'm really happy with this squad. Like it's 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 like a friendship as well. Even with Simi, he's obviously he's like my age and stuff. 
Um, so obviously I see him as a manager, but he was also a friend off the pitch and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really happy at Reading City. It would take something decent for me to leave for sure. I'm just hoping we can kind of keep the squad together for next season. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go from there really, see what pre-season's like. You sort of touched on something that I was uh, going to ask you there because you, you've been to a few clubs like you've mentioned already. Um, what is it you look for in a club when uh, they come approaching? Because we had um, your chairman on a couple of days ago, uh, Martin Law, and he was saying about how he's um, trying to build up sort of a more of a community club and uh, you know build up the club at all levels, not just the first team. Um, is that something that appeals to you or is it simply uh, you sort of way... Uh, something like simple as where they're playing you where you want to play or, or what is it that sort of attracts you to various all the various clubs you've been to yeah um obviously the huge factor is how local Reading city is to me um mm. but yeah also like you touched on um the kind of development we train with like the under 23 team and mm. stuff and we've had quite a few of them make the step up and play first team football with us and stuff um which I, I really respect that. I'm I'm all about seeing players develop and make the step up and stuff. So um, that that's a huge thing about Renan City. Like like you said, just the fact that he's trying to build it from the ground up now, and it's kind of a long term project rather than just throwing a load of money at the first team and hoping for the best. So um, so yeah. Uh, other than that, for me, it's just what type of people am I playing with? Because you spend your whole Saturday with these guys. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's a long old day, some away games and stuff. And for me, I need to enjoy it. That's the main thing. Um, you, you mentioned in, in training there, uh, you, you know, you, you get some of these under-23 under sort of lads sort of playing. Are you, are you of an age where you kind of go, God, I wish they'd stop running? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well, uh, although I've still got some running left in me. Yeah. I'm only 27, so... Uh, I, I can run with them <laughs> at the minute, but I'll probably be like that in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and is there any sort of any of the young lads in there that have really kind of caught your eye over this season, especially sort of training with them? Um, Nathan Jones, Dino's son. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, not. Uh, I've, I've think I've I've definitely heard of him. I don't think I've seen yeah. him play though. Yeah, um, he's played quite a few times for us. I think he probably would have been with us all season had he not, I think he broke his ankle. Um, but yeah, really good, energetic centre midfielder. Um, really, really good for his age. I think he's only 18 or 17. So so yeah, really impressive. Um, but yeah, there, there's a few because obviously with the whole JMA link and stuff, you kind of know what you're going to get. You know, they're, they're all really technically very good and they understand the game. So um, I think the only thing that the under-23s will struggle with at first. It's just the physicality, really. Um, but they'll soon get used to that. So, yeah. <laughs> is, is that something you can help them with, that kind of physicality part of it? Do, do, I mean, I, I, I mean, I presume you don't sort of hold back when you're in training. You don't sort of, oh, well, he's, a, he's a bit of a slight wispy lad. I, you don't, I assume yeah. you sort of still go full throttle. Yeah, yeah. We try and make it as, you know, game-specific, I guess, as, as can be. Um, you kind of just forget that your teammates, I guess. Um so, yeah, they definitely get used to it in training. We've had a few friendlies um, during the time where games were getting called off, waterlogged pitches and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, they got a taste of it then when we kept playing them. So You mentioned there about um, uh, 
liking um, enjoying seeing the development of the players because uh, mm. playing with the under 23s and the JMA guys um, is some is coaching something that would interest you later on in your career obviously you're 27 now I'm not trying to uh, retire <laughs> you just yet <laughs> but, uh, yeah it, do you see yourself um, further down the line perhaps uh, going into a coaching role in uh, a local club like this or is that once you're done playing is that it what, what you're saying um, do you know what Honestly, I would love to coach. I think it's just a confidence thing at the moment. I kind of feel like, oh, I couldn't do that. You know, a big group of people and coaching them. Um, but, you know, same as anything coming out of your comfort zone. I, I would like to try it, I think. Yeah. Hmm. I, think I would like to try it. Is, is there something um, you say there that there's been a few squads that you haven't uh, sort of clicked with or um, uh, felt comfortable in straight away? Is there something that you would do specifically as a coach? That um, would. Oh, you still there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, was there something you could do, you yeah, would yeah, do or would recommend doing specifically as a coach that um, uh, that sort of would help that for other people who might be in uh, feeling the same way as you um, if you were coaching them? Um, <laughs> you're a little bit on the spot, yeah. Here, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a case of making someone feel as at home as possible, really. Um, I don't know. I'm quite a, an introverted person. So when I would go to a new team, I'd be very kind of like head down, like probably not look very approachable. Whereas I, inside, I'm really the opposite. I'm like, oh, come on, talk to me kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that was my main problem. Um, it, it was just like a personal thing, really, where I just really struggled to gel with a new group of people um and obviously in football you know you get some quite egotistical people and stuff so i don't know i just kind of clashed with those types of people um but as i've got older i've kind of learned to just kind of be more approachable and stuff which is probably why it's gone so well this season so um Josh, what's the what's the change in you on the pitch? Because obviously everybody has a most people have a sort of on the pitch persona and an off the pitch persona. What what are you like on the pitch? <laughs> I'm probably quite horrible on the pitch. If I'm honest. I'm <laughs> always moaning, literally always moaning. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm literally a different person on the pitch. If I'm honest, I'm very I'm very confident on the pitch. Yeah. Um, as opposed to off the pitch, I'm quite quiet. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'd say I'm passionate. I think that's what most people say when they're angry on the pitch. They're yeah. passionate. <laughs> I, I think I think you're right there. Um, can I can I ask you a little bit about? Because obviously you played at Reading Town, you're now playing at Reading City. Uh, I just wanted to ask you about the ground itself. What uh, what what sort of changes has, have have happened at the ground? Um, you know, and obviously the pitch is one major major change, but. You know, is there anything sort of on and off the pitch that has, that has really made things different? Um, as Lawsy probably told you, there's been changes in like the clubhouse, um, just you know, just kind of sprucing it up a little bit, making it a bit more of a nicer atmosphere. Um, so yeah, things like that really. Um, the changing rooms, I think, uh, were redone and stuff. Um, so just it makes it feel like more of a, a home ground, really. Because um, obviously, like you said, it was Red in Towns before, so you yeah. kind of felt like, even though it was our home ground, it is not necessarily ours. Um, so yeah, just trying to make it more homely, I guess. Uh, but yeah, as you said, the pitch has been brilliant as well. The guys who have been sorting that out uh, weekly, 
um, considering all the bad weather we've had, it's yeah. really held up. So that's that's the main thing. Um, and 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 one character you've you've mentioned a couple of times, uh, Colin Millard. He's he's uh, he's he's not someone I I'm not I'm sure I met, but I I know of him uh, and I saw Reading Town a couple of times when he was there. He he was he was he was a very successful manager for Reading Town. But but what was he what was he like to play for? What, and can you tell us a little bit about him? Um, you know what? I haven't seen Colin in years. Honestly, it's like he vanished. I don't know where he went. Um, but no, he he's probably. He's probably the manager I spent the most time with so far in all the time I've been playing men's football, um, and he was great with me to be fair because I was I was really young obviously when he kind of first came across me. I think I think when I was sixteen I made my debut in the Hellenic League for him. I played like one half. I think I played the second half at like left wing or something, um, and then obviously came back to play for him when I was like nineteen um, in a really really good team and I played a lot of games that year so yeah he's had, he's had a big impact to be fair on all the football I've played um, he's a really nice guy as well so so um, you've mentioned um, a few times about being uh, very settled and really enjoying the um, the atmosphere and everything um, uh, at Reading City at the moment uh, over the last couple of years in particular well uh, last year at Aldermaston he came third and we had a good crack at the league but um, wasn't quite there um, this season uh, have improved on where they were massively. They uh, ended up mid-table, or as the season's been voided, they're now in the middle of the table. There. Um, do you have any aspiration for any sort of club honours? Is there anything you'd like to achieve with a club, such as uh, I don't know, cup wins or anything like that? Obviously, everyone wants to win a cup, but is there? Do you you see that as uh, something you want to achieve, or is it more just about the? the environment that you're in at the moment for you and that's yeah. the main thing um i'd love to win a cup for sure um i'm obviously quite realistic about in terms of the league and for instance this season honestly after pre-season i was a little bit worried just because obviously bread and city only just stayed up last season or whatever it was and i kind of thought oh, we might be in a bit of a, a battle here down the bottom of the table um, and obviously a few games in we had a few wins under our belt and I thought wow we can actually really compete with these guys um, so for me like a, a top four league finish and a cup final would have been brilliant and I think that was kind of what we was aiming for um, so I, and I imagine that would be the aim next year as well for sure so yeah I'd, I'd like to never stab at the Madstad final or something because obviously I got absolutely hammered there for Aldermaston last year by Wantage. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'd, I'd like another go at that for sure. I'd I'd forgotten about that because because Wantage for some reason were in the Reading Senior Cup and 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 obviously AFC Aldermaston. You get to the, you get all the way to the final and then you and then you come up against a team that's in the in the Southern League and you think, right, mm. so what, what what goes through your head at that point? It's like well, it's just a day out, boys. At this point, um. I honestly thought we'd have a chance, if I'm honest. Um, I, I, I didn't really know anything about Wantage at all. I hadn't really followed them or, you know, seen how they play or anything. Um, but yeah, when we got out there, oh, it was an absolute <laughs> run around. <league. laughs> they were like peak Barcelona, honestly. They were just popping the ball around. <laughs> absolute fun. Um, no, they were brilliant that day. Um, we got what we deserved, to be fair. We hadn't really trained from the, our last game of the season until then we hadn't trained or anything um, so yeah it was kind of coming against 
good day out though. <laughs> <laughs> we got the home changer room, so that's. Oh, there, well, there you go. Yeah, nice. <laughs> is, that, is that the most impressive venue you've played in, or is there a speed somewhere else? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the best one I played in for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought we we'd turn this on to on to players a little bit as well. Um, I, w- I wanted uh, Josh, who's the who's the best player you've come up against this season? This season. Mm. I'd say when I was playing centre back, the best striker I probably came up against was I'd probably go for Sean at Binfield. Um, oh Sean Moore, yes. Sean Moore, yeah. Just because he's good in the air, but then he's also good with his feet, so you're kinda of stuck in between do I go up with him in the air or do I let him <laughs> bring it down and then go for him? But but no, we had a really good battle actually. We played there on a bank holiday Monday, um, and did one all and we had a really, really good battle, so um, so I'd say him in terms of strikers I'd say when I was playing up top centre-back was probably either Josh Edwards at Flatwell, who's at Basingstoke now um, or Luke Appleton was it at Windsor oh yes yeah. yeah yeah he he's really really good really good player so yeah <laughs> Um, um, normally with centre-backs or over the, the last couple of centre-backs um, we've had on, I've asked the question who's your favourite centre-back partner of the whole time? I guess as you've only really played one season you're a bit more limited in that but I guess you could expand it to sort of uh, like, is there anyone in particular that, you'd, um, uh, that you enjoy playing with, whether that be at centre-back or uh, centre-mid or wherever else in the park, is there anyone you form a nice partnership with? Um... I formed a really good partnership at centre back with Ellis um, oh. this season. Um, uh, he, yeah, he was him and uh, a dude called Steve Lee were the main ones that I played with this season, um, and we actually started off really well. Ellis was Ellis is usually a starter, but I think he was on holiday, so it was me and Steve who started the first few games, and we did really well. Um, but yeah, I had a really good partnership with Ellis probably this season for sure. Um, in terms of who I played with. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say we had a good partnership but because we played different positions but a guy called Jason is the best player I've played with um, for sure so yeah Is that uh, Jason Downs? Yes yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say he's probably the best player I've played with um, Rob do you want to ask your favourite question? Oh uh, <laughs> oh yeah, is there anyone um, you, you've played with in your career who's been uh, absolutely rubbish when it comes to training, but uh, turns it on on match days? So yeah, <laughs> if we're going to stitch someone up. Yeah. Um, you know what? I did actually try and prepare myself for this question. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, who can I offend that won't be offended? <laughs> but no, you know what? I would probably say, he's not necessarily bad, but I'd say McCoy... Only because <laughs> he's really like really relaxed, like as if he's not in a competitive game of football yeah. and stuff. He's really relaxed, and then he just kind of switches it on. So when you're probably watching him train, you're probably thinking this guy's not really bothered at all, and then he'll just you know score a goal out of nowhere or something. So I probably say my point. One, one just just occurred to me, and um, obviously in, in terms of uh, in terms of like a back four or a back three. A quite a key component there is the is the goalkeeper. Um, so just just sort of in that in that respect of, of goalkeepers that you that you've had sort of working behind you, which which ones stand out and 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 what do you need from a goalkeeper? Um, 
Uh, well, Charlie York, who is the goalie at Reading City now, he's probably one of the best goalkeepers I've seen with his feet, um, which is hugely helpful because I'm always giving him back passes. <laughs> he, always do, he, always do, he always deals with them really well. Um, so that for sure. Um, then also you need a goalkeeper who's quite you know, vocal and commanding and stuff. Um, so yeah, things like that really. People that are going to talk to you, yeah. kind of talk you through the game. So yeah, but no, ma- mainly someone who's quite good with their feet because, like I said, I'm I'm quite a ball playing centre back. So it's quite often that I'll be playing back passes and then trying to get it back off the goalkeeper and stuff. And he's really good at that. So, so yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Rob, did you have anything else you you wanted to you wanted to ask? Uh, I've got one last question. Uh, when I was um, sort of looking you up in preparation for this, I uh, came across a, uh, a, a Josh Blackwood highlights video from two, uh, 2019 on YouTube. Uh, who mm. put that together and how many times have you watched it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's like a thousand views on it and a good 800 of me. So. <laughs> no, um we have um, a guy called Joe who does like the analysis and stuff for us and videos of games. So I just messaged him one day. I said, is there any chance you could kind of put a personal one together for me? Literally like two hours later, he'd already had one up for me. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I was really thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually really seen myself before this season. I'd never really seen myself play on footage mm-hmm. and it's always something I wanted to get. So, so yeah, I'm really happy that he made that for me. Does it does it make a difference? What what do you take? What, do you, do you learn things from it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, to be fair, it was kind of like my best bit, so <laughs> it was a bit it, it was a bit biased. Yeah, but, um, he was obviously recording. He was obviously recording the entire game. Yeah, um, for us all to watch back. Um, so yeah, you, you kind of just look at little things, positioning, and things you could do better. So yeah, it's, it's really helpful that um, Joe's doing that for us. Um, Josh, just to just to round things off, there's a question we ask everybody who comes on. Um, just a, a bit of advice, just a bit of help, bit of recommendation for people who are who are stuck at home like we are. Um, can you recommend a box set or a TV show you're watching that uh, you'd recommend to all the listeners? I would watch on Netflix Drive to Survive. Okay. The Formula One series, and there's two seasons of it. Um, even if you're not in really into Formula One, you obviously see like the backstory of the drivers and how they train and stuff so it's really interesting cheers josh thank you very much for uh, for joining us this afternoon is it this afternoon yes it is just about um that's just not a problem that was the berkshire football stories podcast pub but not in a pub chat with reading city defender josh blackwood you can see more in this series by searching berkshire football stories on your favorite podcast app please subscribe for all the latest and if you have a minute please give us a rating and a review uh, all that's left to say is that it's goodbye from me tom uh, it's goodbye from rob goodbye everyone and it's goodbye from josh take care guys